Welcome to Powered by Her, exploring the stories of how area women power their business. Hear from the growing network of female entrepreneurs of the Upper Cumberland with your host, Tiffany Anton, director at the Biz Foundry. Powered by Her starts now. Hello, you're listening to Powered by Her in the Hinson Oakley Podcast Center. I'm Tiffany Anton with the Biz Foundry, and we have Kelly Fitzpatrick today. From Lenny and Eva. Good morning, Kelly. Hi, Tiffany. Thanks for having me. Thanks for being here. Can you tell me about your businesses? Yes. So Lenny and Eva is an accessory brand designed to inspire women. And I got the idea in 2009, having really no prior knowledge of jewelry design or manufacturing and wholesale marketing. Um, But i got the idea at a time when I was reflecting really on how much my own life had changed and I thought it would just be really neat to have a bracelet that had an inspiring quote on it that you could interchange with different messages and depending on where you were what season in life you were in you could look down at your wrist and be reminded Um, and so from there I just did a lot of research until I figured out exactly how I was going to make it and um, the rest is not history, but mm. that was the beginning. That's the first chapter. Mm-hmm. So where did you get the inspiration to become an entrepreneur? Mm. So I mentioned my um, degree was in high school and secondary education English, and I taught high school English for about five years. And during that time with a fellow teacher, picked up photography as a hobby, and she and I um, built a a good photography business and then a year or so into it she decided that she wanted to focus on teaching and I really wanted to explore the photography business more and at that time I had built it to the point that I was able to leave my teaching career and pursue photography full-time. So what was the hardest thing when you were running a photography business what was the hardest thing about the running a business instead mm-hmm. of being a photographer, because those are two different things. Yes. So there was definitely a lot of skills that I picked up in addition to teaching myself how to do photography and also Photoshop for all of the editing. There was a lot of um, stuff that I picked up along the way, just about branding myself and marketing myself and um, giving good customer service, not only while you're actually with photography, actually doing the photography, but in between all of those um, sessions. So that really helped me to learn, I think, in a very organic and small way, some of the fundamentals that I needed to run a business. How do you, you keep saying you taught yourself, you, where, where did you get these resources from? It's not Google. 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 (laughs) I really think you can find the answer to everything on Google. Um, Never tried to fix my dishwasher, but Pretty sure I could figure out how to do that if I wanted to. YouTube is a really great mm-hmm. resource, isn't yes. it? Yes, yes. What are your personal strengths that led you to be success- a successful entrepreneur? Mm. I really like to take an idea and see it through to the end. So if I get an idea and I'm really excited about it, then I'm really good at finding the time to devote to exploring that. And so I, I guess maybe time management is a, is a good skill for that. So what are some of your um, daily habits that mm-hmm. help you to manage your time better? Tell me about your day. Yes. So definitely along the way, I've 
um, implemented lots of habits that that put a lot of my life on kind of autopilot. Um, I do wake up at the same time every morning, usually around five, and I get my workout in first thing at home. I don't drive to the gym just because I kind of feel like that time spent in the car is time that I could be using for other things. So not a workout queen, but definitely try to do 20 minutes of something every morning. I think that gets my brain going and then um, meal prep. So that helps a lot. Just managing those tasks that happen every day when it's time to pack lunches for the kids or my lunch for work. Um, And then I really like to batch work as often as possible. Love Jenna Kutcher, Gold Digger podcast. And she talks, she has a great episode about batch working. And so anything that I can Anything that's like a a daily thing that I do or something that might take up a little bit of my time throughout the week, if I can lump all of that into an hour and knock it all out at once without any distractions. So turn your phone on airplane mode and email notifications off and just put your headphones on and get to work. Um, That's that's helpful, I think. Be more successful. What do you think um, advice that you could give other women who have an idea and are thinking about starting a business? Mm -hmm. I think that it's really important that you listen to and, and seek out advice from a variety of different entrepreneurial styles and um, just Learn as much as you can about all of the different ways that there are to do it. But then at the end of the day, for me at least, intuition has been my guiding force. So um, if it doesn't feel right in my gut, then chances are I'm not going to do it. If my gut says, go for it, Kelly, then regardless of what any other signs are indicating that I should or shouldn't do, I'm probably going to go for it. What are... um what type of style entrepreneur would you say you are? Mm. I think that one thing that we've done with Lenny and Eva, um, we grew that particular brand. Um, and then we kind of realized that we could apply. We, we knew a lot about the accessory industry and the wholesale and manufacturing industry and that we could kind of apply a rinse and repeat formula to that. And so at this point we now have, three different brands within the Lenny and Eva umbrella, all of which are different styles, but really allowed us to continue growing outside of what just the brand Lenny and Eva has done. So um, that is one thing that I think has been helpful. So you have kind of figured out the secret sauce of maybe (laughs) doing it. What, um, what are some, traits of entrepreneurs that you felt like kind of starting out that you thought I want to I want to put that trait into who I am as an entrepreneur Mm. I think that um, I think I'm definitely gritty by nature and have always had a pretty high tolerance for um, making mistakes and then overcoming them and so I think that when I look at other entrepreneurs um, that I just try to I don't necessarily want to imitate anyone because I think that in order for it to feel authentic, it needs to be the way that I've done it. But for sure, I look at other entrepreneurs or leaders who 
are standing out in their field and just admire what they've accomplished or maybe their leadership style or um, how they've grown their business and figure out how I can maybe create that same thing for myself, but in my own way. In your own way, yes. You're listening to Powered by Her in the Henson Oakley Podcast Center. My guest today is Kelly Fitzpatrick with Lenny and Eva. Kelly, tell me about a time that you faced um, a challenge as an entrepreneur. Mm, uh, this morning, every day. <laughs> it's the constant stream of challenges. Let me think about that. I think that most recently, it has been a challenge for us because Lenny and Eva is 10 years old and for a fashion accessory to still be kind of thriving 10 years into the game is is admirable. How much um, have you changed your product over the 10 years? Quite a bit. Uh, so we started out with the large and small sentiments, which were an antique brass and antique silver finish and a wide leather cuff, which had a very rustic, shabby chic kind of vibe, which was totally what was happening in 2009. And then... Um, we've added in other collections that have continued to perform well for us. But then in the last probably two years, we started trying to figure out how we could refine the look of the core of what we make in a way that um, fits with the current trends in fashion accessories. And so that created a whole new look for us. Um, but then just this year, we've had such a demand to bring the, the classic style back that we launched a vintage Lenny and Eva, which is actually the original look. So, Which is crazy at 10 years old that you can, you know, have that kind of success that you get to go back to the classic, you know, yeah. have, have a classic <laughs> launch. So, um, at, at again, after 10 years, I'm sure that there's been some um, haters in there. So... Mm-hmm. Um, tell me how you as an entrepreneur, as women, we, we take things so personally. Mm-hmm. What do you do to deal with those kind of situations? I read um, the handbook, the Haters Handbook, uh, John Acuff. You can actually download it for free. You just have to Google it. I don't know exactly what the link is, um, but it's not long. I think it's maybe like 45 pages or so. But he addresses a lot of the issues that if you are putting a product out there for the world, Um, A lot of the issues that are pretty much inevitable. Um, I also read the book Tribes, which was helpful in making me see that it's really important and for any person creating a product uh, that you focus on who your customer is and really try to market and serve those customers and not try to make every single person happy. So we're never going to shy away from taking ownership of a mistake that we made. So if a product is Um, faulty or the quality is bad, then for sure we'll remedy that. But we, I really just try to focus on the positives within our brand and not let myself focus on one bad review when I have 20 other five-star reviews sitting around it. So you've mentioned before that you have a thick skin. Mm -hmm. How do you um, (laughs) keep a thick skin and a soft heart? Because I think that's what we need as uh, women entrepreneurs, but yet it's so tough to do. Yes. Um, I try daily to just focus on all of the blessings that I have in my life, my 
family, the team of people that work for me, all of the retailers and customers who support our brand. Um, and if you can keep those positives at the forefront of your mind, um, and if something negative does happen, allow yourself some time to, I, I'm a crier, so um, for sure there are lots of times where I'll let myself be sad about something for five minutes or 10 minutes, but then it's time to um, move on and focus on positive something positive. What's the most satisfying thing about starting a business? Mm, the end? <laughs> I guess not the end, but like the launch. I think that's to to get an idea and it's just this this little thing in your brain like, hmm, I wonder if I could do that. And then to start the research process and figure out, okay, what are my next steps? And then to put a plan together and then to start getting like prototypes or samples and then to go through the branding process of like, what's the voice of this thing going to be? And, you know, what's my angle and who's my customer and how am I going to promote this? And then like turning on the website. That's awesome. The launch part of it. Mm-hmm. Um, what do you realize how much um, as an entrepreneur here in just Cookville, Tennessee, Baxter, Tennessee, um, how much your company, your product, um, it really impacts so many people. The fact that you have wholesalers that are, you know, they're making their business based on, you know, working your product. Mm-hmm. Do you realize the impact that you have across the business world? Um, it's it's definitely humbling to kind of step back and think about how um, far reaching it is because we're a really small team. There are only 14 of us at Lenny and Eva. And we have, like I mentioned, some really great vendor partners that we work with for um, our materials, and um, we've worked with them for a really long time. And then when we think about the thousand-plus retail partners that we have across the United States and then their teams, and then, then of course, the most important, the people who are actually purchasing it, um, it puts a smile on your face for sure. Yeah, I mean, all because of this. Lady in Baxter, Tennessee, <laughs> had this vision, and and it's this huge impact. So. Well, I can't take um, full credit for it for sure. My my team is awesome, and um, I really just try to give them all of the tools that they need to make all of our ideas come to life, and they they follow through. So, do time. you see? Um, so, in Baxter, you have you you make. You have your operation mm-hmm. going. You have your assembly room. Mm-hmm. Um, do you ever see it going bigger and, and just kind of not having the hands-on aspect of the business? I do. I think about that a lot, like how we can grow. Um, and it's hard because we are such a, we're a family. So it's really challenging when we have those days where we're like, we we need somebody else. We can't do anymore. Um, to think about like how, what growing looks like and if that would take away some of the closeness of our team, but for sure that's a goal. Um, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. You're listening to powered by her and the Hinson Oakley podcast center. I have Kelly Fitzpatrick in the center today. Uh, (laughs) thanks for joining me. Thanks for having me. Um, so when will you know, and you, you mentioned that you're very gritty, mm-hmm. um, y- you always have a million and one projects um, 
that you want to do and, mm-hmm. and things you want to try. Um, when will you know you've made it? Hmm. I don't know. What does that mean? It's it's a different answer to every single person, I think. What's what does it mean to you? I've made it, I think. No. I don't know that I I mean you you you're you're on the cover of a magazine. <laughs> you <laughs> um you've been listed in on the Today show. Oh, I don't know that if if I made it you or people think like that I'm satisfied that I'm at the top or that I'm done, that's never going to happen. So I think that there will always be some other something, even when I'm old, some sort of like craft that I'm doing, like, I'm going to figure out how to do this. So (laughs) change in directions Mm -hmm. all the time. So, um, what is next for you in your business? What other visions do you have? Where do you see things yes. going? You mentioned maybe not making hand making jewelry in mm-hmm. your um, Baxter mm-hmm. um, store. What else? So we have a clothing label which will be launching this summer, and that's really exciting. Um, and that was definitely a lot of new learning for me because I wasn't as familiar with how fashion like clothing manufacturing works but now I am so now I know know like how to do that and I'm excited to see the response to that and then we have um, just other changes that are in the works within other brands that are existing and then personally um, my husband and I bought a warehouse in Baxter and we're renovating that to create an event space. So we're hoping that that is up and running by the fall or end of the year. So what inspired you to start a clothing line? Do you just, are you just sitting around like, oh, well. I'm Everything that we have created within our brand family has addressed some need that one of us, and we're primarily um, women. There are three guys that work there and the rest of us are girls. Um but everything has kind of addressed a need that we felt like wasn't being met or something that we wanted to be present in our lives. And the clothing brand um, is is more conceptual than it is just a fast fashion brand. So we have um, 12 pieces, all of which are foundational wardrobe pieces, basically the, the uniform every woman should have in their closet, um, classic design, seasonless, and... Um, hopefully it will replace a lot of like the closet fatigue that we have where, you know, and why do we do it? We have like seven white t-shirts in our closet. Just buy this one really great one from us and toss all the others, give all the others to Goodwill. And what is your, what's the clothing line brand called? Onati, O-N-A-T-I. Onati. Mm-hmm. And where did that name come from? So Lindsay actually um, came up with this word. She was brainstorming all of the things that this brand would represent and was basically playing word games with it. And she just made the word up actually, but to us now it represents um, a, a minimal wardrobe designed to kind of simplify your life and give you back time to spend on other things. So, I mean, are you just sitting around and you think, eh, you know, 
I might need some clothes or, or let's open an event space. Let's try this out. <laughs> you know, what what makes you do you just need to grow? Is it, do you think it's something personal within you that you need to let me try and see if I can do this? I think so. I definitely like to create. Um, I've always been been um, excited in that way, like even as a child, like to just craft or make things. But then at this point, it's really more, I think, of just seeing if I can do it. I mean, why not explore and see if you can do it? And sometimes it doesn't work out. I had a coffee shop. Um, that was not, not a smart, and it wasn't necessarily not a smart move, but, um, it was actually a lot of fun having the coffee shop, but I just didn't have the time to spend there. So where was that? What, what was in time Baxter. frame was the coffee it shop? It was in Baxter right next door to, was it after you had already launched Lenny and Eva? Was it when you were, yeah. the, so you after. were, you were doing Lenny and Eva and you decided, huh, let's do a coffee shop. Yes. <laughs> and and you also had a boutique as well. I correct? did. Mm-hmm. And so what do you learn? What are your takeaways from side shoots like a coffee shop that you you run for a couple however mm-hmm. long or a boutique? Mm-hmm. What are your takeaways from those? I think with um both of those where it was more um interacting directly with the consumer because at, at wholesale you're really only you're you're the kind of the back end. You're not interacting as much with the consumer um, you are in your branding and your story that you're putting out there or if they contact you directly, but most of the time you're interacting with the retailer. Um, so having the clothing store and the coffee shop really helped me to kind of get in touch with that. And even I think helped me address some of the needs that weren't being met in my relationship with, in our relationship with our retail partners for Lenny and Eva and saying, okay, this is what, um, this is what these people need and how can I provide that for them and what at what point did you say okay no more coffee I'm gonna how, how do you tell yourself okay it's time to let go of the coffee shop mm-hmm. it's time to let go of caravan mm-hmm. what how, how do you know when that limit is for me it was more both of those businesses were profitable it was never um, a money decision but more a, of a time decision so I could devote you know 10 hours a week to this thing over here and take 10 hours a week from Lenny and Eva. And, you know, then at the end of the day, you know, where is it, where is my time best spent? It's, so It's hard sometimes to know though when some people go too far and they reach mm-hmm. that limit and it isn't profitable anymore mm-hmm. because they're, so how, how do you, how do you keep yourself in check? Almost? I think my intention with both of those that is that I would at some point get it to the point where I didn't need to be involved at all. But then I realized about myself, it's not, I'm definitely not a micromanager. I'm really good at delegating and handing tasks over to other people. But I think it still was, was, I don't want to say my baby, but they were things that I still wanted to have. As long as it was going to be around, I wanted to be involved in it. And so I just had to well, and you mentioned that you enjoy that creative um, aspect mm-hmm. of a, a side of yourself. And so it seems as though running a coffee shop, although I'm sure there's a lot of, of things that it taps into in yourself, it doesn't allow you the creativity mm-hmm. that designing jewelry can. Mm-hmm. I think it was more launching the coffee shop that was <laughs> exciting for me. 
It's actually operating. So maybe you start a company. Maybe that's your next um, yeah. venture is that you're just, you start a company that helps people launch and then, you know, you hand it off at the end. Maybe that's in the works, <laughs> Tiffany. I just ruined it. <laughs> um, you're listening to Powered by Her and the Henson Oakley Podcast Center. I have Kelly Fitzpatrick in today. Any advice, any uh, last minute parting words that you want to give um, female entrepreneurs at any point in their journey? So 10 years is a, a pretty long mm-hmm. time to stick around. So um, whether you're not even launched yet or you're in 20, year 20, any advice that you have to give people? Mm-hmm. For sure. I think I mentioned intuition. Um, another thing that I did as our business was growing and I saw it, um, I saw the potential that was there and where it was going. I really had a a nice talk with myself about what I wanted my world to look like. And I think I love vision boards, telling yourself exactly what you want. And like, this can be very general, but for me, it was like, I want to go to a job that I love. I want to work with people that I enjoy spending my day with. I want them to enjoy spending their day with each other. I want my home to be in order. I want my husband and my kids to feel loved and cared for. And then I want to have time to do things that I enjoy too, like read a book or travel or cook. Um, Outline all of those things and then figure out how you can make that business produce that for you. Um, And for me, one of the key elements at that point in our business was creating our core values as a team. We did that together, but as a team, everyone knows exactly what's expected of them. And by doing that, I think I bypassed a lot of the traditional issues that cause conflict for a business owner. Um, by just setting it up exactly like we wanted it to be from the beginning. That sounds great. And it, 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 um, saves a lot of heartache and a lot of yes. the problems that you mm-hmm. go through in the mm-hmm. first few years. Mm-hmm. So, Thank you for coming on. You're listening to Powered by Her, the Henson Oakley Podcast Center. This was Kelly Fitzpatrick with Lenny and Eva. I appreciate you coming in today. Thanks, Tiffany. It was fun.